But our next guest, she is an education consultant at Smart. Nadia is an education and ed tech enthusiast with 11 plus years of versatile experience in various uh, uh, curriculum, education and technology aided solutions in core competencies spanning across consulting, program and project management. Basically, she's an expert in her field. Nadia Barag-Haithi, thank you very much for joining us here on Talk 100.3. Hello. Thank you for having me today. Super amazing. And Nadia, you know, so first up, what is the social and emotional learning? And how different is it for kids who get to learn these skills at a specialized place? Right. So social and emotional learning is a huge topic. And we're, I'm just going to go through it really quickly today. Mm-hmm. So basically, it is a set of learning experiences that helps every student develop skills and their attitude that strengthens their sense of identity, uh, creates nurturing and empathetic uh, relationships and helps them work towards their goals. So basically, social and emotional learning is not something that we teach on the side. So it is embedded in every class when you're teaching science, when you're teaching math. So it is how we strengthen the students' self-awareness, self-efficacy in the classroom to help nurture like the relationship and emotions in every classroom. I do think this is so important, Nadia, for, for individuals. Yeah. I mean, we speak to so many um, universities and recruiters on this show, and they all say that for the next generation with the workforce changing and evolving, these non-technical skills or soft skills or, or whatever you want to say are the key yeah. in order to be able to be resilient when it comes to changes in economy or, or changes in technology. But if I can take the uh, the other view, as important as the, as these are, is it up to schools to teach these or, or should these be taught in the home? So it's 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 not something that should be taught in a specific place. It is something that should be, of course, taught in school. So the teacher spends seven, eight hours with students, right? And this should be embedded in every classroom, as I mentioned, and also at home. So there is a set of awareness that should be given to parents as well to help nurture their kids and help them with their social and talk about their emotions when they're expressing, have a safe space where they're, you know, talking about their daily activities in the classroom, also in the play areas, right? So it's not something that is specific to a time uh, or a setting. It should be across the whole day. Right. So, you know, modern days, these days, um, from whatever little we've seen, uh, you know, when when we go to universities to meet the kids uh, studying there, the education, uh, you know, uh, is is, is completely shifted to what could be said as a digital programming, right? Uh, Most of the kids don't really read of the books, they read of their laptops. And when when you go down to younger ages, you know, uh, even even kids in the strollers, you know, babies, literally, uh, there are mothers who put tabs in front of them so that they can absorb from the screen, probably be occupied with whatever cartoons they are watching and and, and be engaged. Does this also change their emotional, their social skills or or, or should we just keep the tab out and say, listen, let's sit and talk man to man? Yes. So everything we do is... Or person to person, you should say. 
person to person yeah <laughs> yeah so, so basically everything is done pedagogically you need to do it with structure you cannot just give a kid a tab uh, at school or at home unsupervised for five six hours uh, during the day because that is not healthy um, but what we do let's say in classrooms is we rely on game-based learning right where I put a few students together brainstorm they learn from each other they listen to each other they experiment different things together so this is what we're doing now if we have a tab over there like within a group and they're discussing an activity this is very productive and very structured unlike when you have a kid that as I mentioned having a tab for three four hours I don't know where is the content what are they watching is it productive that would affect negatively on social and emotional right so we do it in structure Uh, looking at quality of content, there is an outcome, it is done with a pedagogical approach, and this will increase the learning outcomes, definitely, within a group or within an individual or within a collaborative classroom. Is there any research to show that it has actually affected student outcomes? Yes, so we do have at SMART uh, our research uh, department that releases a lot of content on social and emotional learning, how does it affect the learning, how it also affects the students' outcomes uh, in the classroom. And, and, what has so been, ha- and what has been the feedback from teachers? Because every teacher I speak to, you know, they, they, they find it hard enough just to go through writing and arithmetic without a new agenda. What has the feedback been yeah. from the schools? So definitely whenever you're embedding anything new uh, to the curricula, especially teachers are burnt out. They have a lot on their plate. So we totally understand. But as I mentioned at the beginning, it is not something that you add. It's not something that it is, sorry, separate that we teach on the side. It is something that is embedded. So these are the teaching strategies that we as a consultant, we help teachers embed during the learning process. So let's say, for instance, I want to teach today about the plants, right? So I can put my students, 20 students, 25 students in different, in like five groups, give them a topic to discuss, talk about brainstorm. So these kind of uh, brainstorming activities or uh, getting them to speak uh, 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 freely or having a safe space. So this is embedding the social and emotional learning into the curricula. And this is very crucial. So we help the teachers embed such uh, strategies. Are are there any tips that you can share with us about how we should teach um, co-workers um, certain emotional uh, learning? I'm not going to mention any (laughs) names that I may or may not work with, Nadia. Uh, But how would you advise me if I have some members of staff who might need some uh, more emotional learning tips? Yes. So, for instance, if you're running a meeting and you want to get some feedback from your employees or trainees or students, right? So, I would get them connect on a, let's say, uh, devices to share their opinion anonymously. So, I don't have to know who sent what. Sometimes we have uh, employees who are maybe shy to express their emotions, express their opinion, or maybe share something that is maybe they're not very confident about. Now, when I know that it's a safe space, I can share. Nobody doesn't know (laughs) who shared what. I create this kind of safe space for my employees to um, just express their feelings. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's very, very important. But I think you've also, like you said, I think a lot of managers perhaps in the workplace don't want to, don't want to implement that because they don't want to probably hear 
um, <laughs> the, the bad news, and, and then also have a responsibility to act on it. So, you know, these are you know these are very very important measures, and I do congratulate you because uh, with anything new, it, it is hard to, to to put this agenda in place. Um, but but, yeah. but it is but it is so important um, when it come when it comes to this. Um, are, are we looking at a position where it's mandated where it's mandated by authorities and parents to have this in our curriculum? So it is not mandatory. I mean, it, you do not have this as a mandatory uh, skill that you need to implement, but it's very important and it is very effective in classrooms. And we're trying as consultants to bring in the positive uh, the positive impact that we see in uh, students and also teaching uh, mm-hmm. processes. So it is not mandatory, but it's something that we're working on um, to implement in every classroom that we're at. Right. You know, uh, the success of anything is always when you can measure it, right? So yeah. is, is, there, is there a way to measure the outcome uh, once, uh, you know, a session is done or a few sessions are done or probably a term is completed? Uh, is there an examination or, or, do, or do we do it uh, without, without actually checking the numbers that the kids have got on this? So currently um, at Smart, we don't have something that measures this. But what we can see is that the collaboration in the classroom increases. Uh, the outcomes have increased. Mm-hmm. Engagement has also increased. When I have, let's say, if I'm asking a random question to my students, I have sometimes five students answering. But when nice. I give them a game-based activity, I realize that I have 25 students answering. So nice. this is a reflection. But I'm sure that AI will have some kind of invention that we will True. definitely be able to measure it <laughs> very soon. Well, what ages do, do you recommend that something like this, this social and emotional learning, uh, should be introduced? Yeah. Or are there a certain peak ages or or is it a case of if you try and introduce it for 14 and 15 year olds, it's too late? <laughs> We've already lost them. I mean, w- w- what is the recommended age? I don't think there is any age that is, it is too late to uh, start using this. I mean, I'm uh, we're 30s and we are, we're using it at, uh, every day in our lives right now. Um, as you mentioned, in meetings now it's being um, so well-being. This is part of well-being, right? So... We have it implemented in meeting rooms, in businesses, in schools. I use this with my little one also. He's uh, six years old. I would even start at an earlier age um, from the age that students or kids start talking because it's an expression. They express their feelings, their emotions. So you give them this kind of, you know, it's okay to express what I'm feeling. So there is no age limitation to this. Okay, well, this is this is very very exciting, uh, Nadia. Congratulations on all of your work with Smart, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. There is Nadia. Have a good. Thank you very much. There is Nadia Bar- uh, Barakthi, the co- the education consultant at Smart. And and what do you think about that? What do you think about social and emotional learning in schools? Let us know your thoughts. Zero five eight six eight six one zero zero three. Do you think Do you think this is something that should be mandated by the authorities and by parents in schools? Do you think that it's something that should perhaps be well, perhaps be up to more the parents to be able to implement at home. Let us know your thoughts at 0586861003. But it certainly is a trending topic at the moment. TSB TalkSport Business. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.